Okay, Stacy. Um, welcome back to the part two of our very interesting conversation we're having with OT and the world of dating for men. It was definitely a lot of shock factors. So I needed to take a break. I literally could not hear more of his stories without my jaw dropping to the floor. So I'm ready and I'm excited to hear what other stories OT has to offer. Shall we go back to the brewery? Before we go back, I just want to do a, a quick recap because right now I'm in my computer and I'm going through his website, which you can find at tronframework.com. And I don't know if you had the chance to open the website, but it's quite a professional looking website where it goes through the framework he created. Wow, I'm just Googling this now. This is a legitimate website. There are paragraphs of information. OT actually did a very good job laying out the CHARM, C-H-A-R-M, framework, where each letter stands for various characteristics of what men should be on a date. All right, not bad, OT. Okay, I'm going to reread this after we uh, take our trip to the brewery, and I can maybe get a tip or two from him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm ready to go. Well, yeah, but like I said, being straightforward can be also hurtful. From me, I'm just using me as an example. Like I was hurt, I was deeply hurt, and I couldn't even go on a date for like one day until the next day. <laughs> I had to cancel my am, next day's date. I'm date. so sorry you were hurting for 24 hours, but I would so much rather know that we're done, that we're not going out, versus just wondering. Like, okay, the same guy with the Valentine's Day. I texted him, no response for 24 hours. No response for 48 hours. No response. Day 34. You just wonder, okay, I guess we're done. I thought it was a really lovely time, but he just didn't even have the courtesy to respond to me. Maybe he died. Who knows? Oh, no, because then uh, apparently we matched again on a dating app. I said, oh, I recognize this guy. And he had a new profile picture, a new profile, everything. I said, wow, this island is small. But I mean, like, you, you also said, like, you went on plenty of dates as well, right? So why do you get hung up on just one guy? Well, I'm not hung up. I'm just saying if you build some sort of rapport and connection with a guy, the reason I'm dating multiple guys at once is because you just have to cast a really wide net. And I'm very busy. It's not that I want to be dating multiple guys for the rest of my life. It's just... I need quantity in order to find quality. Oh. Okay, but let me stop you there. So you said you're dating multiple people at once. Uh, OT, what, what do you think about that? Is that a thing that you, people do here or you do that here? First of all, I can say as a guy's perspective, let's say hypothetically I'm a guy, me dating Stacy and also knowing that Stacy are dating multiple guys, personally, I will be okay with it. But I don't think I can say the same thing for the majority of the people here in Asia. Like most people are, I think, are very uh, exclusive uh, when it comes to dating. Uh, you know, uh, it doesn't matter whether you're a girl or you're, or you're, or you're a guy. Uh, you know, once like you started uh, like going out, they kind of had this expectation that you are only going out with like, you know, the other, the counterpart, that's it. Like you're not going out with anybody else. Uh, but, you know, but then from, you know, as me, like living in America for also like 15 years, you know, that kind of thing is normal to me. But I couldn't say the same thing uh, for the, you know, Asian Asian people down here. Yeah. Agreed. I think it is a very American thing because you're, you're dating. You're, there's a reason that the exclusive talk is so uncomfortable because you have to set the ground rules. Whereas until you have that talk in America, it is free reign. You can go on dates with as many different people as you want. 
I can also tell you the story about like how I make a how I made a girl cry. Uh, on Sunday. Oh, don't be so smiley about it. OT. I'm not smiling. I just yes, couldn't help are. it. I couldn't help it. Alright. Uh, so yeah. So basically, what happened was like Stacy said, right? Stacy. Uh, the girl actually the girl ambushed me. Uh, this girl I saw her like we dated for like two times, and then on the third day. Uh, she ambushed me with a double day without telling me that it's a double day. So when we got to the restaurant, she was telling me, uh, oh, my friend and her boyfriend is coming. Is it okay? So you're already at the restaurant. So you can't just say no, right? Like you're, already, you're already there. <laughs> That's an ambush. So yeah, so I was like, okay, sure, why not? And then the ambush did not end there. So when my girl went to the bathroom, her friends start asking me, oh, what are you guys? Are you guys like an official? Oh and then all I said was, Oh no, I mean, we are just like seeing each other. But I think the, like the phrase we are just seeing each other is not really common, you, commonly used here. That's such an American phrase. It's not really commonly used here in Singapore, especially uh, the girl that I was with uh, is actually from Japan. So there's also a translation gap like between that. So yeah, so once we, you know, continued on drinking and then uh, my girl had some time to uh, talk with her friend in private, her friend obviously informed the girl what I said. The girl just started crying because the girl thinks that, you know, I just rejected her all right. Wow, you literally made a girl cry. Yes, she was- In front of you. Yes, she was crying uncontrollably. No, 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 she was only crying in front of me after her friend left. Her friend, like, we got the chat, her friend left. She was still with me, but then she, that's when she started crying. And then she started saying that, you know, uh, I thought we are officially dating. Like, you know, there's like, a, so I had to explain to her that there's a misunderstanding. Uh, you know, in how we see this relationship is going. So yeah, so then I had to leave her there because she's crying. You left her! Because she's crying. You just left her there and you didn't take her home or anything. She's crying. I was right next door to her place already. Oh my goodness. I just didn't go in with her to tuck her in. I mean, is that really my fault? I can't handle girls crying. Sue me. So you sound like such a great catch, OT, until there's real emotions involved. I have big commitment issues, man. So do I, but... Yeah. You've never been through a divorce. You've never been through a divorce. I've been through a divorce. Fair. Yeah, fair. so I, I've, I've seen the end of the tunnel, and the end of the tunnel is not that pretty. So I don't want to go through that tunnel again. So would you say that your end goal is to get married to a lifelong partner? No, of course not. I don't want to see the tunnel anymore. I already saw the end, end of the tunnel once. So now even I saw the tunnel from like, you know, three miles away, I will probably jump on the, lay on the track and let the next train <laughs> run over me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But so, so you never want to get married again? Never again. Interesting. You don't want to do that. I Can think I you're you? going to eat your words. I think you will take no, those. I'll tell you, like, the only condition I'll get married is that I'll, I'll probably grow, like, I'll, I'll get to around, like, 60 years old, have a decent saving in my bank account, then move to one of the, uh, the Southeast Island, Southeast Asian Islands, to marry a 20-year-old who will love me nothing but my money. And I will make peace with that. Yeah, because you'll barely be able to get out of bed and she'll be taking care of you and like changing and your diapers. And then I get to brag to my other 60-year-old friends that have a 20-year-old wife. I am a betting person. I know you are too, OT. I'm going to bet that you will get married eventually one day. I think you're going to be so in love with someone that you're gonna change your ways. No, I'm already in love with someone. And that <gasps> someone is me. Oh. <laughs> I love myself too much to see me giving myself up. Yeah, but you might find someone who's just so fun and makes your life so exciting and fulfilled with different adventures. You might want to be with that person. But let me tell you from my own experience of going on this many days, 
is that after all these many, so many days happen here in Singapore, the first days start to become very familiar. Like everyone's the same. To me, everyone's the same. You unlock them with the same move that you use. Like, and the, the same move that I use have very high successful chance. Which is? It's my charm framework. Back to that. Alright, yeah. plugging that. And also that. about me sharing my life stories. I also found that being really honest on your first date it's actually a very powerful tool that you can use to seduce the other uh, the other girl. It's probably very disarming because I do think that most of the guys I go on first dates with, it feels very much like an interview. Yeah. Oh, what brought you to Singapore? How long have you been here? What industry are you in? I'm like, oh my God, I could just read your LinkedIn profile, please. Yeah, and then within three sentences, I'm going to tell all, them all about my divorce. That's like, that's my go-to move. Oh. I just tell them about my divorce. I get that sympathy points from uh, from the beginning, and I build off from there. Huh. And I think, OT, we're at that age where divorce is actually quite common amongst our friends. So it's not like when it used to be when we were in our 20s, if someone was divorced, you would think, oh, what's wrong? But now when I go on dates with divorcees, I go, eh, par for the course. Actually, I'm the only one among my uh, group of friends that are divorced, actually. Oh, I've got many divorced friends, many with kids. And... Oh, luckily, I don't. thank God I don't have kids. Although the other thing is I hate kids. I really hate kids. I hate kids with a passion. You were once a kid. Just, uh, they're little devils running around. They don't even look like human. Well, they are until they grow into adults. Yeah, you see how that transformation, they're just all going to grow up and hate you. No. Okay, so from now until 60, you're just going to be going on dates, whining and dining women and just having fun? Why not? My life has been pretty awesome for the last like two years and a half. Have you ever caught feelings for a woman where you thought, you know what, I actually could see myself dating her for more than three dates? Um, uh, I'm gonna say no. Wow. Do you think that's just the population in Singapore or just- No, it's just not a population in Singapore. I think it's just me. It's a, like I'm gonna go with a crochet rod. It's like, it's not them, it's me. It's just, you know, I've been married to a girl for like, you know, I've dated a girl for three years and I married the same girl for two more years. I think that uh, basically uh, exhausted all my uh, loving care, you know, for a person. Cause also I wasted the uh, most precious five years of my life. So. All of my behavior after that is all about trying to compensate for the five years that I lost. How old were you? Uh, I was dating from 23 to 28. Ooh, yeah. prime yeah, time. Yeah, prime time. After 25, the guy just goes downhill. And eventually, like, you're... No! They get better with age. Come on, George Clooney. Yeah, well, I mean, their look, they get better. There's something down under, they will never get better. It's only downhill from there. Um, there is medication for that. Like, the gravity is dragging one of the, your appendix down. I think science is your friend at that point. Thank God for Viagra, but, you know. Th thank you. Thank you, OT. That was exactly what I was alluding to. Wait, but we have so much more material. OT. What else can you enlighten us with? Because I still am clearly not crushing it in the dating scene, and you seem to be MVP victorious. So what, are, what is advice you can give to women trying to date in Singapore? Hmm. Actually, I never, I never thought it from the women's perspective. But if you ask me right now, I think the answer I can give is just be cool. Just enjoy the moment. Like, you know, you don't have to like the guy to enjoy the time with him, like, on the first date. Just try to have fun, you know, try to have fun. I know sometimes guys can be, like, you know, disgusting, right? Like, Amen. Yeah. For a lot of us, you know, I think when we went on our first date, like, 
no matter how well educated, you know, how well our backgrounds are, we always have that little expectation that we're gonna bring that girl back home tonight and have sex with her. So, and that expectation will eventually show during the dinner day. Like, you will somehow just like realize that guy is looking at your boobs or like just being horny in general. Oh, yeah, pouring your glass of wine a little too full, for example. Exactly. I watch out for those signs. Yeah, just trying to make you drunk. You know, it doesn't matter if you like the guy or not. I think just like be cool, have fun with it. But also just like pay attention to your own safety. Have fun, but with safety. Great. Yeah. Have yeah. fun with predators until they become too predatory. Here's the thing. I don't agree with you using the word as a predator because I think most guys are predator in general. It's just how well we hide it. So you just said men are predators. They're just yeah, putting up a facade. No, and what I'm saying is like, you know, within the legal, like the legal kind of like framework, a guy is gonna try his best, especially from an online dating scenario, that a guy's gonna try his best to sleep with you. And that's a given. That any guy tells you differently is a lie. He's just outright lie. It's like it's like a guy that tells you that he never watched porn ever in his life. Oh, I've gotten that line a few times and I just don't believe them. Yeah. What they're trying to prove, I don't know. Very natural, but whatever. No matter how hard a guy tries to hide it, on the first day, in his mind, he's having that thought of bringing you back and just having a one night stand with you. That, that's always gonna happen. So I'm saying is don't judge that guy just based off on that behavior because I think it's a very universal behavior for guys from online dating apps. And I would say meeting in person too. But I generally agree with you from my experience. I do think there are some guys out there who don't necessarily want to sleep with you on the first date. I'm not saying I expect that, but I think there's a very small minority. I think those are the people that hide it extremely well. Fair. I think we're just devolving into a very cynical discussion about this and what men's intentions are. I mean, yeah, but I also know a lot of guys here in Singapore. And, uh, you know, just from my own experiences, the guys that, like you mentioned, that are not expecting to have sex on the first date are just really not there. I just, I don't see it. They don't have the game that you do, OT? No, no, no. Like, I'm not saying you have to have sex on the first date, but just guys going into a first date, there's always expectation from them that it's going to be something resulting in a bedroom on a bed possibly with condoms maybe not who knows you're right always use condoms kids i think that's so unfortunate because i would say the vast majority of at least the girlfriends that i have in singapore they would prefer not to sleep on the first date and knowing that most men want to sleep on the first date there's just this huge unequal power dynamic which makes the whole situation this cat and mouse game yeah so that's a mismatch of the the preferences between a uh, female and male right so that, that back to my goal my goal is about l aligning like the expectations between male and female you know that's also my kind of one of my goals one of my goals just through my blog try to uh, you know align people's expectations because right now i do see there's a very big mismatch of uh, expectations 100 percent agree charmframework.com oh uh, yes ma'am all right well i think after you have given sufficient advice to your male friends you need to start writing something for all the females out here in singapore as well i might have to hire a female writer to do that well you've got a female journalist friend sitting right across the table from you oh yeah maybe we could partner up together who knows all right, right? just make a ton of money because this is a big lucrative industry apparently there are a lot of people you need i think we can just wrap this up for today 
uh, thank you, OT, so much for all your inputs. I think we get a very fresh perspective. I know, Stacey, what are your takeaways I from this? I don't know if we can still be friends, OT, but I appreciate your candor. This is why we love you. So I wish you the best of luck in all of your dating adventures, and I might need to take a course or two from you in the dating department. It's okay. I think we'll still be friends. I'm really hard to stay mad at, according to my ex-wife. <laughs> all right, we're back again. Man, OT just really knows how to entertain us. At the very least, Ollie, I'll say he is brutally honest. He does not mince words. And he seems genuinely happy. So I'm, as his friend, happy for him. Yeah, I would say that it's it's interesting because he may have said things that are a bit shocking sometimes. But I think he's quite transparent and honest about it. We're not trying to portray him as what all men are in any way. But it's good to, to understand his experience and how he can perceive things. So I'm, I'm very happy we had him over to explain all this to us. Definitely. And that's where I was semi-joking at the end when I said, I don't know if we can be friends anymore, OT. But at the end of the day, he's an upfront guy. He sets the expectations and he's not trying to deceive anybody. Whereas I, I feel like I've gone on dates with guys where they're just saying one thing, but really intending to do another. And that's just what I can't handle. It's the dishonesty and the deception. Whereas OT, bless his heart, he's been married before, so he's tried it and it just didn't work out for him. So what he's trying to achieve or experience in Singapore is something pretty different from most of us, but he's very clear about it. Absolutely. So I think he has been a great guest and I don't know. I think I learned a lot. <laughs> well, lucky for you, Ali, you are so happily married, so you don't need any of the advice that he's offering. I do want him to try to tailor some of his advice for men towards women, because I do think at the end of the day, we're all just trying to find love. So there are many aspects that work for both genders and not just heterosexual people, but also gays and lesbians. So... You know, I think there's a lot more material that he can offer to the entire dating world. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I would say I, I don't think a lot of this is uh, for a specific gender. Most of the things in the framework are applicable to any date where you're trying to make a meaningful connection and have a great time. So kudos to him. Maybe minus the M, which stands for masculine. I don't know if that's going to apply to me. We'll see. I, I like to think of myself as bold and assertive. Maybe not masculine, but upfront and bold. Yeah, yeah, that one probably needs some updating. We'll just have to have him come up with a different acronym for females. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for listening to some of the crazy adventures from our friend OT. And I think the three of us will have to get another beer soon. But no talk of dating. Yeah, absolutely. And also, by the way, I think this wraps up our little collection of dating episodes we're going to have in this season. I cannot talk about dating anymore. We'll take, a, <laughs> we'll take a break from dating and bring you back other interesting topics from Singapore and our life here. Most excellent. Thanks, Ali. Chat next time. Thanks, Stacey. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.